Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. A mild day today on tap ahead of a weak cool front that'll move from west to east. So we'll start out lots of sunshine, giving way to at least a few clouds this afternoon as the front moves in. And while there could be an isolated sprinkled or two, no significant rainfall expected with this front as temperatures reach the low 70s. It will turn a little bit breezy, but a pretty mild and nice day overall. Once that front moves through, skies clear tonight and temperatures will plummet. We're down into the upper 30s near and west of I-95 by morning, low 40s closer to the intercoastal and the beaches. So a chilly start on Wednesday, but another pretty winter day tomorrow. There'll be a good deal of sun, a little bit breezy in the morning. Those winds come down in the afternoon. We reach the mid-60s. That's a just a gorgeous January day tomorrow. And then a cool night again tomorrow night with some 30s well inland, 40s at the beaches. But then we begin a sustained warming trend on Thursday. And what looks to be above average temperatures for really the foreseeable future, going through at least the end of next week. And in some cases, we may see record high temperatures during that stretch. We'll also see an up uptick in the humidity that by the weekend just becomes downright warm and humid for this time of year. So Thursday, we're up near 70 degrees, well into the 70s on Friday. And then that humidity rolls in for the weekend, a mix of clouds and sun. There will also be some scattered showers because of that high humidity, sometimes triggered by the sea breeze front, which is rare during the month of January, but a possibility this weekend. There'll be long periods of Saturday and Sunday that'll be dry, but we'll also have some scattered showers, especially favoring the afternoon and early evening hours. Temperatures will reach near or even a little bit above 80 degrees over the weekend on Saturday and Sunday, and certainly at least within shouting distance of record high temperatures. And we may very well reach the record highs by early next week. There are indications we could see some mid-80s again the early part of next week. As this is occurring, it's part of a big pattern change for much of the lower 48. It's just off to our north and west, so we don't experience any of the real adverse weather for the most part. And by that, I mean a real taste of winter for much of the northern and northwestern U.S. as we get later into the week. And especially by next week, upper-level high pressure holds strong over our area, so we stay with that warm pattern. But not far away, it's very cold. And in that uh, transition zone, if you will, uh, will be the storm track. And that's where the weather becomes much more active. And on the southern and east side of that, it's warm, it's heavy rain, and the potential for flooding and severe weather. The first outbreak of severe weather looks to be at the end of the week by Friday into Saturday from Texas up into the Tennessee Valley, the potential for a pretty significant tornado outbreak in what really is more like a March weather pattern versus January. And then there'll be a, a series of storm systems that drop south and east from there that produce at times severe weather and heavy rain on the warm side, but on the cold side, ice and snow. So we're likely to get some good old-fashioned winter weather in many parts of the lower 48, just not here at home, where we stay on the warm and humid side of things for the most part. There'll be some exceptions, and uh, we'll continue to track those changes and exceptions, but for the most part, at least for the next 10 days, above average temperatures in what has, of course, been an above average winter yet again. Coming off a cool November, December was above average, the first week of January above average. It is setting us up for an early pollen season yet again. In fact, I'm tracking pine pollen now as far north as Putnam and southwestern 
in St. Johns County, so getting into our far southern parts of the listening area already right now. That's a solid few weeks uh, earlier than average, if not more than a month. And then we did the same thing last year, by the way. A good freeze would at least slow the process, if not shut it down for a while. But a good freeze is not in the offing for at least the next one to two weeks, probably longer. And you know, we're, we're now just five weeks away from our average last freeze, which is right around the middle of February. So we're entering the depths, if you want to call it that, of our of our winter here at home. It's not going to be very winter-like, at least not over the next couple of weeks. And then by by the time we get late in the month into February, then we're, we're talking about the days getting longer, which is already happening now to some degree, but really starts to pick up daylight late in the month into February. And real sustained cold just isn't particularly common or, or expected, although it, it can and has happened. So we'll see how it evolves. But right now, tracking that pollen as it moves northward, pine pollen can be expected into parts of clay in St. John's County, deeper into St. John's County over the next week, reaching Duval County in the next one to two weeks. You'll notice that dust on your car and then uh, pushing northward toward the Florida-Georgia border from there. Again, could be arrested by some some real serious cold, but I don't see that occurring. So it'll be an early pine pollen season. That's tough for pine pollen sufferers, but what's really much worse is the oak pollen season, and that usually kicks in anywhere from three to five, sometimes six weeks after the peak of the pine pollen season. Again, weather dependent. Uh, so uh, get ready, pollen sufferers. It's an early start. Now, the good news on that is hopefully with any luck, it would be an early end to the pollen season, which is what occurred last year. More on that I'll be posting in the Burrish blog in the next uh, day or two. With our weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish for the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center for 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.